0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Talon Jenkins, joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the fucking hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing great tonight, boys. Got a a few uh, big first period over bets that hit Monday night. The Leafs came back, covered the puck line, got the under in the Blackhawks game. Feeling good, ready to talk about this uh, big
2: Tuesday slate. How about those damn Bengals, boys?
0: Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs>
1: <yeah>.
2: <laughs> I remember the last bet I was cheering for, the last football bet I was cheering for was Georgia against Alabama, and that one came through big time. And then uh the Bengals, I didn't expect this one to, but they did as well. So I'm uh, looking good, heading to the Super Bowl, ready to hedge out. But uh, loving <laughs> Joe Burrow all the same. Fucking let's go. LSU, go Tigers. Lighting cigars and throwing bombs, baby. Nothing wrong with
1: that. Um, All right, before we get going here, guys, uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That is the place to be for picks when it comes to every sport known to man. You know, they got college basketball. They got the NBA. They got football with playoffs going on. We got hockey. There's golf. There's MMA. There's a fucking curling podcast right now, which is absolutely incredible. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it. Absolutely fantastic. But you can find all that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And of course... Shout out to everybody in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, all of our friends and pals in the hockey discussion. That's the place to be. Boy, was it buzzing last night. It was ticking off a little bit tonight. Oh, my God. If you're not in that fucking Slack group, dude, I don't know what to say. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey channel, is an absolute blast, man. Get in there if you're listening to this for sure.
0: Yeah, you got to get in there. And yeah, you said it curling. It's February now. We've got the Olympics coming up. We have like comprehensive curling coverage we got some hockey previews coming out. We're going to have Olympic Daily Best Bets, so make sure you check out the website. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey or you can hit one of us up in Slack or on Twitter, and uh, make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review.
1: For sure, for sure. All right, boys, we'll jump into uh, our last week's Mortal Locks. Um, Joel, kick us off here, bud.
2: Well, first of all, I'm going to blame you for messing up the show sheet and uh, <laughs> taking away my real luck, which is the Leafs, minus one and a half. But no, the real blame goes with the Canes. You can't even cover that puck line against the Devils. A uh, much better team, of course, but they only scraped by a 2-1 a victory. So they didn't get my lock there. But uh dog in total cash, the, the Knights, plus 135 against the Lightning. That was fairly comfortable. Uh, and then the Florida team total, that was even more comfortable. They just... Dominated that game over three and a half. That was never a sweat. Uh, Goals galore whenever the Panthers played, right? Uh, So, yeah, it ended up being uh, just a slight profit. But uh, if you're not losing money, you're making money.
0: Yeah, and speaking of losing money, um, let's go with (laughs) chronological on Saturday. I had Saturday afternoon, I had the Kings Flyers under five and a half. It was a 3-2 game into the final minute, and Anze Kopitar scored to tie it. So that was not under five and a half. And uh, 3 o'clock, I had the Blues, minus 170, came out to a one nothing lead. I'm like, okay, got my lock, gave up four and answered it home to the Jets, so I lost that one. But I did come through with my uh, very tiny dog, plus 100, Edmonton Oilers on the puck line against the Canadians. I don't really think that one was very close, wasn't really much of a sweat there, despite the Canadians taking an early lead, I believe. So 1-2 and two there, hoping to get uh, back on track today.
1: All right, for my lock here, and I will go in a uh, chronological order too, as well. So you're not the only one being fancy there, Ryan. Uh, for my lock, I had the Anaheim Ducks uh, money line versus Ottawa Senators. That was a closer game than I thought it was going to be. Ducks ended up winning in regulation, two to one, uh, with a nice third period goal or goal rather by Troy Terry. Thank God, uh, so that hit my dog missed. Unfortunately, I was still fading the Flyers. Uh, I had LA Kings puck line versus Philly they ended up losing in a in a overtime I guess so Philly finally broke that 13 game losing streak uh good for the Flyers um for my total I had the Leafs Red Wings over 6 paid off minus 110 uh that was a 7-4 finish I think after there was four goals alone in the second period and another five goals in the third so nice comeback from Toronto and also that helped me hit the over so we're uh, we're making some money here we're starting to kind of push a little bit on uh on Joel's Mountain here uh, as far as units went there, I finished the day with 1.51, uh, Ryan was minus 2, and Joel was plus 0.04 units. That's right. G- great calculations on that show, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we'll jump into some NHL news and discussion topics here. Honestly, not too much significant from the gambling world has happened, but there has been some uh, some interesting stuff around the league. Uh, we've had a couple Jersey retirements here, which are always pretty cool to see. We had Henrik Lundqvist retired in... Uh, New York, and then we had Sergei Zubov's number retired in Dallas. Uh, I'm sure if you're a Rangers or a Stars fan, it was uh, it's pretty cool to see those guys go up into the
0: rafters. Yeah, the Rangers uh, retired Henry Lundqvist number 30 after wasting his entire career. Come out to a, <laughs> a 2 nothing first period lead and then very fittingly blow that lose 3-2. They had a potential tie-in goal in the final second. There was clearly goal, in, goal interference on. Yeah, pushed the pad in the net, but Rangers fans did not see it that way. But, I mean, yeah, Lundqvist was one of the best goalies in New York. Now they have Shesterkin. It's really frustrating to be a team to play against them. But, you know, he was one of the best. It's unfortunate he didn't get a cup. I wish he got it with his second team wherever he went to after New York or after Washington. But, you know what? it's It is what it is.
2: Yeah, he's a handsome devil for sure. Uh, still is, of course, even getting on in the years. Uh, he knew how to dress, too. He always got Don Cherry excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Lindquist's number retirement seems a little early. I don't I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing, but it's like one, one year after he retired, they're already hanging it up. That seems a little early to me, but whatever. I guess he's earned it. And uh, Zuboff, too, he was an elite defenseman. I uh, always liked watching him play down there in Dallas. So, uh, yeah, good for them. Good for the fans. Let's uh, move on. And uh,
1: Sergey Zubov currently head coach of Dynamo Riga in the KHL, so maybe uh maybe after the Olympic break when the KHL you know jumps back, maybe we'll sprinkle a little bit on Riga. They're not really that great of a team, but maybe they'll get a bit of a bump here and we can make some cash. Keep uh keep note posted in the Slack group for those picks coming up. Um, moving down here, we got wow, I didn't even know this happened until I read this. Aaron Dell has been waived after his suspension. I guess the suspension carries on to the next team. Maybe, I know you can retire with a suspension. What do you what do you always think here?
0: Yeah, I mean, he had that. He was frustrated. Took it out on. Uh, was that on Drake Batherson? Is that how he got hurt? I forget I think who. So, yeah. Of the Senators. Three-game suspension. Then he was waived. You know, it, it could very well be the end of his career. We can no longer fade him, unfortunately. I feel like that's probably the biggest new to come out of this. He's he's 30, 32, has a three-game suspension that he has to serve with with whatever team kind of picks him up. So, could be the end of Aaron Dell in the NHL.
2: Yeah, I'm the one with the real suspension here after uh, so many team totals cashed against him. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, we get to see more of that uh, Yurikai. Yuko Pekka-Lukkanen or whatever his name is. Uh, so that's some good news, I guess. Got to look on the positive side. But uh, farewell, Aaron Dell.
1: Keep an eye out for Aaron Dell, who will most likely also be signing with Dynamo Riga of the KHL after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving down uh, again here. I'm going to let Ryan take over here. We got an all-star skills on a fountain. You heard it here, folks. All-star skills on a fountain. Ryan, what the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, the NHL announced on uh, on Monday that there will be two new skills competitions. Um, it's in Vegas this year. One of them will be uh, the Fountain Face-Off at the Bellagio, and one will be uh, NHL 21 and 22, which players will have to uh, shoot pucks at big playing cards in an attempt to get uh, 21 the quickest. Which, uh, yeah, it's just another skills competition. I mean, it's not going to be... Anything. It's cool doing it outside, I guess, but it's just funny how the Golden Knights couldn't be called the Aces because it was too close to gambling, and now every NHL team seems to have like a gambling sponsorship, and they're playing fucking blackjack at the All-Star game. It's just just to see the turnaround in, in three or four years there.
2: All I care about is that Trevor Zegers got to play uh, part of the shootout, I guess. And none of the other uh, Rookie of the Year candidates got to play. So uh, that's good for my Rookie of the Year bet. That's all I give a shit about this All-Star game. So, uh, yeah, I won't be watching.
1: (laughs) You fucking hit the the nail right on the head there, man. The All-Star game stinks. Uh, This blackjack skills on a fountain, whatever the fuck it is, sounds absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'd rather probably just watch these players play NHL 22 on fucking Xbox or some shit than have to sit through this shit. So uh and it's <laughs> NH- NHL All Star game, you you suck, Gary Bettman, figure your shit out. This is fucking terrible. More to that or more on that to come on a future date, maybe keep an ear out for that.
0: Ready to win money and boost your odds. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's Build Your Own Bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com.
1: Uh, boys, we got a fucking 11-game slate here on Tuesday. Are we ready to jump into it or what? Oh,
0: baby. Let's go. Right
1: on <laughs> The date we got is February 1st here. That's right. We're in the 1st of February for the Tuesday 11 games. First game on the docket. We got the Washington Capitals against Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh at the 7 p.m. time slot. Uh, Washington money line paying off plus 135. Pittsburgh on the money line minus 155. Uh, Pittsburgh on the puck line paying off plus 150. The over under is set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under paying off minus 100. Now, the Penguins are the favorites here, right? You know, they've been decent all year, good goaltending. Defensively, they've been fine. They've been getting all the goals offensively from multiple different players. On paper, you got to go with the Penguins. But it comes down to one thing, boys. It's Sid and Ovi. We've seen this matchup for the past 10, 15 years. And you know what? There's going to come a time pretty soon where we won't be seeing this matchup. Which is why I'm betting the fucking Washington Capitals here. Alex Ovechkin is the king. He's the greatest goal scorer of all time, if you ask me. And he's making a push for it statistically as well. I see Ovi going in here. He knows that, you know, yeah, we play the Penguins every, you know, a couple times throughout the year and shit. But it's starting to be more important now than it is than ever. Give me Washington on the money line, plus 135.
0: I was looking at this game and I didn't, hadn't seen the odds yet. I thought it would be closer to a pick here. So it was kind of interesting to see. The Penguins are such big favorites at minus 155. They've, they've lost a few in a row. They lost to L.A., Detroit, Seattle, all at home. Close games there. Washington's been up and down. They got that win 5-0 in Dallas on, on Friday. They had a few days off now, going to Pittsburgh. I like the value here on the Capitals, plus 135, plus uh, Vitek Vanacek has been kind of coming to his own since the holiday break. He's 4-2-0 with a 9-2-9 save percentage. So, assuming he gets to start, or, or even not, I, I like the Capitals here at plus one
2: thirty-five. Line does seem a little high at plus one thirty-five. There, enticing you to play the Capitals, but I warn you against that because the the Pens are the better team. They got the better goalie, and they got the better player in Sidney Crosby. He's better than Ovechkin. Come on. <laughs> They are in a good position there and expect goals for top 10. Capital's way down, uh, bottom 20-ish. Yeah, right at 20 since Christmas. So, Penguins have the firepower. They got the better goal pending. Defense is about equal. I love the Penguins in this spot. Uh, minus 155, maybe a little rich, but I I, I definitely will be playing the Capitals here. Uh, it's pens or nothing for me.
1: With the nerd stats, what do you expect, eh? <laughs> <laughs> moving down again to the 7 p.m slot we got the winnipeg jets against the philadelphia flyers game itself is in philadelphia winnipeg on the money line paying off minus 145 philadelphia on the money line plus 125 the over under is set at 5.5 5. over paying off minus 120 the under plus 100 ryan what's the scoop in philly
0: who knows man i mean the last time the flyers lost 10 in a row they routed off three straight wins and five out of six after that they could be get some confidence after a win there, but also you have the Jets who had lost six in a row, then won 4-1 in St. Louis, so they could be feeling confident as well. These two teams that are kind of underperforming here. The Flyers definitely a lot more than Winnipeg so far this season. I would I would look to the Flyers here just for value as home underdogs. Maybe get the the crowd behind them if there are anyone is anyone there. Also possibly could get a goalie game here between Hellebuck and Hart, two guys that can make some big stops. So I would lean to the under and, and lean to the Flyers, but not not a strong play here.
2: There he goes, defending Carter Hart again. <laughs> uh, I think I've been proven right. Uh, Carter Hart is... Someone has
0: to. He has no help in front of him.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, true enough, but uh, yeah, um, he right. hasn't stood on his head like uh, maybe he did a couple of years ago. Uh, better than last season, though, that's for sure. Um, as for this game, though, I love the Jets in the spot. We, we saw the, the Flyers finally break their... They're losing streak, but they're still a bad team. And they'll go on another one right away, starting with this game. The Jets, uh, they finally put on a good game. Um, broke out of that losing streak of their own. And they have been better than what they've been showing lately. And they're still fighting for that that loose chance that they get back into the playoff mix. Uh, you know, the, the West is still wide open. There's a bunch of teams right, right there. It's going to be muddled. They're going to be fighting right down to the wire. So uh, all these teams are still alive and i like them to compete for it starting in this spot here The flyers they don't they don't uh um despite what the uh what the management's saying uh, a blank check uh, they're not rebuilding um this team is not playing like they are competing so uh yeah they might as well just tank and rebuild but that's not the flyer way um, but as for this game yeah Chess is this better team minus 145 here I love them at that number. Uh, I think it should be around minus 170-ish. So minus 145, I'll take that all day.
0: A blank check won't do much either with the salary cap, so just keep that in mind, Dave Scott.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fuck, this is kind of tough because both teams have been kind of shit lately. I know they did just break losing streaks, both of them. If I had to pick, I might lean with Ryan a little bit here and take the plus 125 on Philly at home. Uh, what I do like is what you said, though, is the under at 5.5 here, uh, paying off plus money at plus 100. Um, yeah, we, we all know Carter Hart can play, but he can't stand on the side what he wants to. We all know that Connor Halibut can do the same. They both haven't so far this year. Uh doesn't mean they're not capable of it. And then if you do look for uh, a little bit of stats to follow it up here for your goals, you know, leading as far as the league goes, Philly's currently at 27th, averaging 2.5. And uh, Winnipeg's at a bit better, 19th, averaging 2.88. So neither of these teams are running away offensive, when it comes to games, I don't hate that under 5.5 at plus 100. Uh, Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, San Jose on the money line paying off plus 250. Tampa Bay on the money line big favorites paying off minus 300. Uh, Tampa Bay puck line minus 115. The over-under is set at 6, both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, back to you again, bud.
0: I love me the Lightning here. You got... You got the San Jose Sharks coming in. They're playing the southeastern gauntlet there. They went to Washington and won. Uh, they went to Florida, lost in overtime. They went back up to Carolina, lost. Now they're coming back down to uh, Tampa Bay for their third game in four nights. Tampa Bay is going to have two days off after losing to Vegas at home. So they're ready to go. They've been good after losses recently. They, After a 5-1 loss to the Ducks uh, last week, they played the Sharks in San Jose and beat them 7-1. After a loss a few weeks ago to the Boston 5-2, they beat the Sabres 6-1. So they responded to the loss as well. Um, most of their recent wins have been by at least two goals. So I do like the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line here at minus 115.
2: Coverage is showing that the the money line record for the, the Sharks is, is minus 1,152. I'm not sure how that's possible still. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but... <laughs> They're still around five hundred, and they're always they always seem to be dogs. So I don't know what, what's going on there. I know I've been losing money on them, fading them. So clearly that's not factoring in my bets. As uh, this game, though, yeah, yeah, Ryan said it. It's, it's all Tampa all day here. Uh We know Carlson's out. Mario Ferraro's another uh, good D man. He's out. Uh, you know Kutrov's obviously out too. But we we've seen the Lightning dominate without him Uh at home here. They're gonna. They're going to bounce back from that loss against the Knights in a big way here. The Sharks, they're they're a feisty team, and they keep proving me wrong lately. Uh, But uh, you got to stick to your guns, and I'm going to stick to fading the Sharks. Uh, uh, Yeah, just got to go with the better team here. Uh, Take one on the puck line is the best option.
1: Yeah, you said it. Tampa Bay puck line, there's really no other play here, right? Paying off minus 115. Uh, Ryan brought up a good point. Most of their last couple wins have been by two or more goals. Uh, they do answer pretty strongly coming off, uh, coming off a loss. And Fuck, this team is absolutely unreal at home. They're 15-4-4 on the year. How do you say no to that? I also don't hate the over at 6, paying off minus 110. Uh, whether it's Aiden Hill or James Reimer or net, whoever it is, I think either way, they're going to get their tits absolutely lit by Tampa at home here. So the over at 6, opportunity for a push is in play as well. And uh, yeah, Tampa Bay on the puck line for sure.
0: Yeah, the Lightning also didn't play Monday or Wednesday, so it should definitely be Vasilevsky.
1: Beautiful. Uh moving down again to the 7pm slot here we got the Seattle Kraken against the Boston Bruins game itself is in Boston Uh Seattle on the money line paying off plus 220 Boston on the money line minus 260 Boston on the puck line minus 105 Uh the over under set of 5.5 over paying off minus 120 the under plus 100 Joel what do you think here bud
2: well contrary to what people might think I'm going to go with the the dog here I'm going to fade the Bruins despite <laughs> how much I love their expected goals against it doesn't matter when your goalie's letting in goals after goal after goal uh we saw against the stars just let a couple bad ones in all mark did and uh it was all downhill from there you know you got to get that stop and your team is dominating play and uh, he hasn't been able to prove to be able to do it and rask is not the full-time starter at this point so yeah i'm just this is mostly a fate of all but it's also i like what i saw from the, the cracking uh the other day against the Rangers they should have won that game they totally dominated them but that's what the Rangers do they just get elite goaltending and they get the couple of power play goals that's how they win these games they're freaking lucky but the Kraken they're unlucky and I'm hoping that they break that lucky streak today or tomorrow or whatever and beat the Bruins Uh, you know the Kraken are number four in expected goals against they're not even that far behind the Bruins so maybe the under is a look but then again (laughs) we know what Grubauer and Olmark are this season so that that's a scary play. But, uh, yeah, I like uh, the dog here. Plus 220, I, I would take a shot on that. And if you feel a little more conservative, plus 1.5 at minus 115 or so is also a decent look because this could easily be an overtime game.
0: Yeah, you said it, Joel. They should have won against the Rangers. They outshot them 42-24, got goal lead. Two games before that, they outshot Nashville 35-27, got goal lead. Between that, they did win in Pittsburgh in overtime, 2-1. So, I like the Kraken here as as dogs plus uh plus 220 seems like a lot and and, and you mentioned their uh, their nerd stats and each team's past 10 games they're the bottom they're the best two teams in expected goals goals against so maybe the under could be a look and an expected goals for percentage Bruins are at 54.57 which is fifth best and Seattle is at 53.49 which is ninth best so closer recently than than you're going to think and I don't think you're plus 220 here it's it's a lot of value there
1: I don't love cracking on the power on the money line here. It's it's a bit tough, especially because they're so fucking bad on the road. I think they've only won one for four road games all year long. Uh, But Boston, five of their last wins have been by one goal, two to one against Arizona, three to two against Winnipeg, four to three against Washington. Uh, 4-3 against Nashville, and 3-2 against Philly. And some of those teams I listed aren't very strong either, so I kind of like Seattle on the reverse puck line here, plus 1.5. I think that might have to be my play here, yo. Uh, Moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again, we got the Florida Panthers against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Florida on the money line, paying off minus 145. New York on the money line, plus 125. Uh, Florida on the puck line paying off plus 170. The over/under is set at 6.5. Uh, Over paying off plus 100. The under paying off minus 120. This is a toughie because this is Florida coming off a back-to-back here. I don't want to say they had a tough game against Columbus because it was an actual or an absolute fucking shootout tonight, eight to four final. But I still kind of like the Panthers on the road here, guys. Um, I know New York's been pretty strong as of late too. They are a pretty good home squad as well. Pretty top-level team in the Metro. Uh, Florida on the road. The record isn't that much to jump out about nine, six and five. I still think they're going to go in and get it done. They're on a four game winning streak currently. I think they're going to go into New York and make it five here.
0: Yeah, I think I think Joel said it before their last road trip. We should see some regression for them on the road. Um, it is a back-to-back for Florida, so Spencer Knight will be starting. He he struggled earlier on the season, but his past two starts, he made 27 saves on 28 shots and 24 saves on 25 shots. So, one goal in each of his past two games. There's always the risk of getting goalie there with the Rangers with Starkin in net, but I like the Panthers here. They had a, had a big win in uh, in Columbus, scored eight on them again after scoring nine on them a few weeks ago. Yeah, the Rangers they should have lost to Seattle. They lost that game to the Wild. They lost to Columbus before that. So Florida is a much better team here. Uh, Rangers may have the better goalie, but Spencer Knight's hot. So give me the give me the Panthers here on the road.
2: Right, yeah. This is one spot where you're not afraid to play a team on a back to back with the Panthers, uh, especially after totally dominating the Blue Jackets. You know they're comfortably up eight to four, so they can kind of coast. Didn't expend too much energy. Um, yeah, like Ryan said. I did suggest there'd be some regression here. There's no way you can just be 23-3 and three at home and then just a losing team on the road. That's uh, that's going to bounce out at some point. And, uh, yeah, I like it that in this spot. Um, uh, yeah, I like the Panthers. This is one spot where you might see the line go up for the team on a back-to-back. So, yeah, the Panthers probably, uh, that line probably goes up to minus 145. And, uh, yeah, I like it up to, I don't know, minus 165, minus 170, something like that. Uh, even a Spencer Knight net and Shusterkin against him, uh, you can only count on that goalie making all these elite saves for so long. Apparently that's going to fall apart. And uh, yeah, we know that the power play is also a tricky thing, just ask the Edmonton Oilers, it doesn't keep up forever. Um, yeah, so Florida all the way in the spot. Uh, we just, we just see these, these cats keep rolling, keep purring. <laughs>
0: the meow. Two quick things. The, uh... <laughs> The Rangers are without Adam Fox until the middle of February at least. So that, that's a big loss for them, the reigning Norris trophy winner. And the Panthers are three two and one on No Day's Rest. Three oh and one after a win on No Day's Rest. So if they get that momentum, that they, they go in the second game and win it. So I like him even, even more.
1: All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, it is the second night of a back-to-back for both teams. We have a home-and-home here, a good old-fashioned back-to-back home-and-home. You don't see that too often anymore. Uh, Toronto on the money line paying off minus 200. New Jersey on the money line plus 175. Toronto on the puck line paying off minus 112. Uh, the over-under is set at 6.5. Over-paying plus 100. The under minus 120. Give me the fucking Leafs on the puck line. They've won the last four in a row. They're trying to make it five. Uh, They have, out of those past three wins, or sorry, past four wins, they have been by two or more goals. I also really, really, really fucking love the over here at 6.5, paying off plus 100. That is a lot of goals, but the Leafs have put up 17 goals in their past three games. This team's fucking red hot, yo. We got Michael Bunting coming off a hat-trick against Detroit. We got Austin Matthews, just got himself a fucking hattie here. Uh, against uh, New Jersey tonight, what I'm kind of thinking, and I don't know if you can find it on any books, give me a Mitch Marner hat trick in this game too, boys. The whole line's gonna get a hattie in three games. Marner hattie, Matthews hattie, fucking Bunting hattie. Leafs by a billion. The over's gonna hit.
0: Yeah, I love the over here. It doesn't even. I'm not even sure who's gonna start for Toronto because uh, Campbell Rabbit. started Monday night. Is Brad's gonna start after playing most of the game tonight, though?
2: Yeah, Jack Campbell got pulled.
0: <laughs> Campbell played I imagine nine
2: minutes. I imagine
1: they'll still play him. They want to get him going, and they want to give Campbell some time off.
0: Yeah, Campbell's sucked recently. Give five to St. Louis, five to the Rangers, three to the Ducks, three on nine shots to the Devils. Yeah, the over here is a great look, but yeah, I mean Toronto on the puck line, they've been, they've come back from from third period. Uh, uh, deficits to cover the puck line in recent games has helped me out there. So on the puck line, minus 112, is, isn't bad at all for them. Yeah, like downside said, the over, it was 6-4 tonight. Toronto's been rattling off goals, it's been hat-tricks left and right. So, yeah, Leafs in the over.
2: You know, I had a scary uh, little experience today. Uh, there were some people in the Slack that were doubting the Leafs. They were saying that they were not a Tier 1 team, which made me get defensive, becoming a Leafs, apologist and that is not a place i want to be but the truth is the leafs are an elite team as much as i don't want to admit it they're number four in expected goals for and number six and expected goals against since christmas so they are a very good team they're not quite getting the goaltending lately but they're still an awesome team uh, at least in the regular season we'll see what happens in the playoffs but for now i don't see any reason to fade toronto um his team is rolling, rolling, Austin Matthews getting that positive regression that we spoke about earlier in the year, where he wasn't finishing these awesome chances he was creating. Uh, he he is a, a lethal weapon, and they should roll over the Devils, uh, especially because uh, the Devils took that early lead last game, I don't see why the Leafs would let them get up again, uh, it doesn't matter who the goalie is, because uh, whoever the yeah, that the John Gillies, whatever his name is, he's not going to do much better than Mrazek or Campbell. Whoever they slot in there. Uh, so yeah, Leafs all the way here. Also like the over, given the goaltending struggles, but still, we to be five three Leafs.
1: I appreciate you saying all that, Julie. I'll send you the fifty bucks we talked about after the show. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> it hurt. It hurt <laughs> my soul.
0: <laughs> there are never enough things to gamble on in the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is. Now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry, and this Saturday they even have a $40,000 contest. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs ran full swing, and PropSwappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, dollars 100 to 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, So you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value. There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit, deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: (laughs) All right. Moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got the Ottawa Senators against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Ottawa on the money line is paying off plus 240. New York on the money line minus 280. Uh, New York Islanders on the puck line paying off minus 110. The over-under is set at 6. Overpaying off plus 105. The under minus 125. Gentlemen, it is cold in Ontario lately. It is brisk. And it's not just a normal cold. It's a dry cold. But you know what is good for a dry cold? A heater. And Ottawa's going on a fucking heater here. They've had a couple good wins. They're on a one-game fucking winning streak. They're about to make it two. They're going to go into New York and just beat the fucking wheels off the shitty, boring-ass Islanders. Give me Ottawa on the money line, plus 240. Former Leaf Connor Brown's going to put up, like, two. Uh, Former Leaf Zaitsev's going to get four assists. Senators, senators, fucking senators. It's heater season in the cold Ottawa. Give me the fucking Sens, plus 240.
0: You don't remember talking about former Leaf uh, Connor Brown being out with a jaw injury?
1: Fuck. Don't care. Sites <laughs> have 17 goals. Let's fucking
0: go. <laughs> He's also out, actually. Early February with a heel injury. So
1: Former Leaf coach DJ <laughs> Smith is going to coach this team to fucking victory. Let's go Sens, baby. There we go. <laughs>
0: yeah, as far as a far as side is concerned, I would probably lean, lean to Ottawa plus 240 just because both these teams are pretty shitty, even though the Islanders have kind of been okay recently, but my pick here—it's—it's—I find it crazy this total was at under six. It's easily going to get down to five and a half. If not, I wouldn't—I wouldn't have been surprised if this was at five because these are two very low-scoring teams. Ottawa's gone under in fifteen of thirty-seven games this season, or no, twenty-two of thirty-seven. Islanders have gone under in twenty-three of thirty-six. Six straight unders for Ottawa. Eight of eleven under for the Islanders. Two of them were two of the overs were against the Flyers, which were kind of fluky goals. You got two decent goalies here. It's not going to be Matt Murray. It's going to be Anton Forsberg against Sorokin. They're both playing decently.
2: You
0: got two bad offensive teams. You got two teams lot like to uh, play some under, slow hockey. So give them the under here.
2: Yeah, the, the Sens use up all their juice against the Oilers. So I, I can't back Towns play a bet in them on the money line. But then again, it is a high price to pay on the Islanders. And I don't like them to win by multiple goals, even against teams like the Sens. So, uh, Rick, uh, if I had to play something here, I would go with Ryan at the under. Uh, Matt Murray's been a bit better lately. Um, he's still got something to prove. <laughs> he's coming back. Uh, and Sorokin, we know he's pretty damn good, too. So, uh, In the Islanders, they could still play good defense. They can't put, put a lot of pucks on that, but they could still prevent a few goals from going in. Um, yeah, top 10 defense for sure. And with the top ten goalie to match, so yeah, maybe a three-two Isles win would be my prediction here.
1: All right, moving down to the APM slot, we got the Vancouver Canucks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Vancouver on the money line paying off plus one seventy-five. Nashville money line minus two hundred. Uh, Nashville on the puck line sitting at plus one thirty. The over/under is set at six. Over paying off plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty. Uh, Joel, over to you, bud. What do you think?
2: I'm tired of waiting for this, the supposed lethal, awesome, high pace, high energy, freaking great, incredible Bruce (laughs) Boudreaux offense. It's not there. It's not coming anytime soon. And I don't know why this line is at six, the over-under. So I'm taking the under all day. Uh, We got Demko back in net. Saros is awesome. Probably best goalie in the league after Vasilevsky this season. So uh, under all day or under six, uh, Vancouver, they struggle to score two goals, let alone three. Uh, and the, the Predators, they like to win games with uh, sub-four goals a lot of the time. So yeah, I don't see Vancouver scoring and I don't see the Predators scoring a lot more than they are. So uh, under six here, uh, both teams, uh, yeah, they both play defensive hockey. So I don't see why... You play the over in this spot, especially if both top goalies play. Yeah, this will be five and a half by the time it face off.
0: Yeah, I don't want to steal talent thunder here, but we we have a goalie game, I and mean, we got Demko versus Saros. It's it's going to be low scoring, like like Joel said. Vancouver is not scoring very much recently. Nashville also likes to play low scoring games, so under six, love that a lot. Also, we've been talking about the race to four goals for for some uh, teams that are team totals in the slack recently. You can get race to four neither team at plus one thirty five. I feel like that's that's decent odds. You could could see a four two game, but much more likely a three two or a three one something like that. So love the under six here, and possibly if you're looking for better odds, look for that neither on race to four.
1: I love that bet. That's a lot of fun, uh, boys. Do you hear that? Are you listening? Are you listening closely? I. I kind of hear something. I don't know if it's on my street. Fuck, it's like 1, o- one o'clock here. I don't know what that is. Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of goalie games. We got a fucking goalie game. I'm fucking calling it. Thatcher Demko with a goals against average of 2.57, save percentage of 0.918, uh, one shutout on the season. UC Soros goals against average 2.36, save percentage 0.927, and two shutouts. We both know what Demko can do. We both know what Soros can do. Give me the fucking under here at 6, minus 120, and bet it fast. Jolie said it, bet it fast. This is moving down to 5.5 before puck drop. Uh, moving down here to 8.35 p.m. slot. That's a weird time, but we're very precise here on the uh, Hockey Gambling Podcast. What do you expect? We got the Calgary Flames against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Calgary on the money line paid off minus 125. Dallas on the money line plus 105. The over-under is set at 5.5, underpaying off. Uh, what's the underpaid off minus 105 and the over minus 115 i like the over in this game here boys i was looking at uh i was just gonna wing this but i was kind of looking into a little bit of stats here recent games calgary's been scoring a lot in their games they have also been giving up a lot of goals uh what was it seven one against st louis uh six nothing against columbus and then a loss five one to uh st louis again so a lot of goals being scored there and things are looking pretty similar from a Dallas point of view. So give me the over here at 5.5 paying off minus
0: 115. Yeah, the Flames have, have had four straight go over or no four straight go over five and a half before their uh one nothing overtime win in Vancouver. They kinda got goalied there by Thatcher Demko. Stars scoring a lot, you said six one, five nothing, five one. So over's not a bad look here. But, you know, we're not going to get through the slate without me taking a first period over one and a half. I love it here. Minus 115 on MGM, minus 130 on DraftKings. It's gone over in seven of Calgary's past 10, gone over in eight of Dallas's past 10. So I like that. First period, both teams to score plus 185 could definitely be a possible look. And also a 1-1 correct score after the first period is plus 475 if you want some longer odds.
2: I like the the flames here they're uh, a very good team this year um since putting that top line together um this team is rolling offensively uh, they're getting the goaltending two for markstrom at minus 125 i think that's a good price for the flames against the stars team that's been up and down up and down all the time this season so we don't know what to get from them but the Flames have been more consistent, and I'll take the more consistent team. So you, know, you, want, you know what you're going to get from them. They're number three, actually, in Expected Goals 4 since Christmas. So they're creating a ton of chances, um, and they're converting a lot of them until that damn uh, game against the, the Canucks. They should have won that game four or five nil, but uh, it didn't happen. Had to sell for a Moneyline win there uh, you know, over time. But this time, I think the Minus 125 gives us the leeway to play the money line. So I'll take that against the Stars here. Uh, and even with the Stars' great home record, the Flames are pretty good away from home too. So that kind of bounces out. So I'll take the, the team that's proven to be better. Uh, they're a bit better than what I expected this year. But uh, you got to adjust. So that's what I'll do here. I'll take the Flames against the Stars at minus 125.
1: Right on. Moving now to the 9 p.m. slot. We got the shitty, god awful, dog shit. Absolutely horrible, terrible, excuse of an NHL team. Probably some pretty cool fans. But other than that, absolutely horrible, shit awful, ugly jerseys, terrible management. Arizona Coyotes against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Arizona on the money line paying off plus 425 holy <laughs> shit colorado on the money line paying off minus 550 colorado on the puck line minus 200 it just keeps getting wilder and wilder The over under a set is 6.5 both paying off minus 110 joel what do you got here
2: <laughs> you're laughing and we're out with, we're without nathan mckinnon like we don't have our best player in these lines are going <laughs> off and there'll be more by the time that the uh, puck drops. So, uh, yeah, this is just what we expect by now. Uh, I think they were minus 700 last time they played. So it, it's just getting nuts. Uh, uh, these are almost like uh, college football lines by this point. So, yeah, it's not much to handicap here. It's just, uh, Rick, like, what's the puck line going to be? Minus 2.5, minus 3.5? How much do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> How many goals do you think they're going to score? Uh yeah, um, I mean, the abs are, they're getting better goaltending now. Uh, we, we saw Kemper, he's been better. Francis, actually, it's since Francis came back, I mean, he's pushing Kemper better because Francis has been playing very well. So uh, they're working in tandem. They're pushing each other, so that's good to see. Going to the second half of the season, uh, and there's our old friend uh, Vajmilkanet, so I'm not afraid <laughs> of him from there. And uh yeah, what what can I say here? That there's no handicap to be had in games like this. You just uh you just um I don't know. If you got faith in coyotes, I guess you play the plus two and a half. That gives you a lot of leeway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but otherwise you just gotta hope for a firestorm from the Avs. But that said, I, I I'm honestly not too uh not too confident in that because the Avs, they're they're kinda like uh, on coast mode right now. They're just they're just cruising along, uh, not winning games in blowouts they're just winning games comfortably you know one goal here two goals there so rick uh you know i'm gonna be betting this game is the fucking abs i bet every fucking abs game but uh, i can't recommend you do the same if i don't feel confident in it objectively but uh yeah that that's at right in this game
0: <laughs> yeah that i mean there's not much you can say about about the money line here. You you can only take Arizona if you think they have a chance. I mean, they had to back-to-back. To back. They took them to the shootout, and the one game was 4-3. So, I mean, if anything, I'd probably take Arizona plus 2.5 or minus 110. You can also get a same-game parlay of the Coyotes plus 4.5 and, and over 5.5 goals for minus 105 if you think there's going to be goals. If not, do like a plus 3.5 you can get plus three and a half, under six and a half, or plus 135. It's just, just play around, play with a the parlay there. I mean, there's no value even in the Colorado race to four is minus 195. So it's really, I feel like, bet, bet the Coyotes here or just stay away.
1: I don't know what this would be paying off. But Arizona's penalty kill is currently sitting at 31st in the league with uh, 71.9%. And Colorado's power play is 5th in the league, uh, sitting at 25.6%. Or sorry, 256 uh yeah, percent rather. Sorry. Um, I'm zoning out here. Bye. If you can, if you can find it and it's paying off decently, I don't hate Colorado scoring a power play in this or a goal in this game. I don't know if you can find that on your books. And if you can, if it would be paying off half decent, maybe not with these stats and because this game is such a shit show. Uh, I also do like Nazem Kadri shot total in this. No Nathan McKinnon. I think he's going to be going out guns blazing, especially a little bit before the all star break. Just licking his chops to pad his stats a little bit here. So. I guess that's my play, and fuck it, maybe the over, just because you're hoping for goals at this point. Nothing else really kind of jumps out at me here. Uh, Moving down to the 10 p.m. slot, we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Buffalo on the money line paying off, plus 320. Vegas on the money line, minus 400. Uh, Vegas on the puck line paying off, minus 150. The over-under is set at 6. Both over-under paying off, minus 110. Give me the fucking Sabres. These Knights are fake as shit. I'm saying it forever. Buffalo's going to go in there and just put up a fucking shit show against a fake-ass, lame Vegas Golden Knights team. I got no stats to back me up. Buffalo's on a one-game losing streak. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. I was hoping that I could come up with something stupid here, but there, there's absolutely nothing. Give me the Sabres plus money plus 320.
0: Yeah, another another huge favorite here. If you parlayed the money lines for the Avs and Golden Knights, it would still be over minus two hundred. If you parlay the puck lines, it's plus one forty five, so that might be, be worth doing. But I'll also be looking at a uh a Sabres plus one and a half, plus two and a half here. We were talking before the show. The Golden Knights last few wins have been in their shootout, a one-nothing win, overtime win. So they kind of been struggling with they had some injuries going on. So you can get another parlay here. Buffalo plus two and a half. Under 6.5 is plus 175. If you prefer the over, you can get Buffalo plus 3.5 and and over 5.5 at plus 140. I feel like either of those are probably pretty good looks depending on if you think there's going to be a lot of goals scored or not.
2: Yeah, I don't think there'll be a lot of goals scored here because the Sabres are dead last in expected goals for since Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) They're not creating a lot of chances. They're getting lucky if they score at all. And uh, Robin Leonard's been a bit better lately He had a rough start But uh, he's been better as he's been asked to do more uh, We got the guys back Patch ready and Chandler No Chandler Stevenson's out But Mark Stone's back And uh, Yeah the Sabres they got a bunch of injuries too I don't even know half those names So I won't read them out uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah I like the, the Knights And the puck line here Got it short, keep it simple uh, I don't see an upset here. It's, it's it's hard to imagine. Even though the Knights, you know, they're coming back from that long road trip. They're playing some good teams there. So, you know what? Maybe I'm not so confident in the Knights. Maybe, maybe Talon's onto something there. But I don't have a strong play either way wow. here. Uh, yeah, you never know. The, the Sabres can keep them sleeping or catch them sleeping and take them out. But, yeah, at this point, it, it's looking like a, I mean, if you bought the Sabres, wait because the, the Knights will be – be bet up to the moon. Uh wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, minus 460 or more, probably past minus 500, to be honest, uh, depending on if uh, um, uh, Martinez finally gets back. That That's still a question mark. He seems to come back every day, but uh, it still hasn't happened yet. But yeah, if you want the savers, just wait till the last moment. Otherwise, just bet the night as soon as possible.
1: Boys, I found the stat here. Okay. You ready for this? The average age of the Buffalo Sabres current roster is sitting at 26.2. The average age of the Vegas Golden Knights current roster is sitting at 26.7. Who has a better recovery rate when you're drinking? It's the younger kids. And if you're in Vegas, you're going to be fucking boozing. There's a 0.5 age discrepancy unit between the Buffalo Sabres and the Arizona or the Vegas Golden Knights here. I'm loving the Buffalo pick. They can bounce back better on a hangover, baby. Give me the fucking Sabres plus 320.
0: We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: Fuck off. That's some hard-hitting intel right there, okay? You can't deny it. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> going, going back one game real quick. It looks like it will be uh, Wedgwood and not our favorite Vag Milk on, uh, on oh, Tuesday. No. So if that affects the uh, over for Colorado, I feel like that's probably better. It doesn't.
1: <laughs>
2: they're all you, the same
1: you mean goals won't be squirting in on bash milk
2: <laughs> what are we gonna do <laughs>
1: okay fuck that moving out to the wednesday slate we got five games uh at the time of recording we currently don't have odds but we'll run through and see if there's anything we want to look at uh first game on the docket of the 7 p.m slot we got the edmonton oilers against the washington capitals the game itself is in washington uh caps are on the second night of a back-to-back here I don't hate the Capitals winning two in a row, man. I think they're going to surprise people, beat the wheels off Pittsburgh, and then just shut the Oilers down. Edmonton has been pretty hot lately, though, so you can't discredit that either.
0: You know, let's get one win first for Washington, see how they do against the Penguins. <laughs> going to be a back-to-back for them. Uh, they're 3-2-1 and up, three, two and three-two on no day's rest. Edmonton's been kind of up and down recently. They had those four straight wins, but lost in Ottawa. So yeah, I, I'd lean Capitals here.
2: Ah, oh, the Oilers will be a dog here. Capitals coming off the back-to-back against the uh, the rivalry team, the Penguins. So it's a bit of a letdown spot. So I like the Oilers here. Uh, the Capitals won't care so much about a Western Conference team coming into their building. Plus, it's the All-Star break. Th- that's gonna be a theme for these Wednesday games. I like the dogs on Wednesday because um, these these teams, the All-Stars, they want to just uh, you know go into the break, go into the break all rested, uh, as opposed to you know, taking care of business. Uh, it was the dogs. Well, maybe the dogs would be wanted to take take the rest days. But uh, uh, for this game, I like the Oilers because they're still fighting for something. Uh, they got a lot to prove. They got a lot of anger people at home. So I like the, the Oilers in this spot here. The Capitals in the letdown spot after playing Pittsburgh.
1: Alright, uh, moving down again to the seven PM slot. We got the Seattle Kraken against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, both teams on a back to back here. I kind of like the Islanders. They're going to be pretty upset after being uh being upset by the Sens, you know. So yeah, give me uh give me New York.
0: Yeah, it depends on, depends on the line here because because I do like the Kraken just in general in that matchup. But Seattle's one in six on no days rest. They they can't seem to to come right back with a strong effort. Islanders are two four and one. It's not a, that much better. But if the Islanders are big favorites, they'll probably take the uh become a crackhead going into the all-star break.
2: Yeah, I, I just hope it's uh group hour in this game and not treacher in the first game because I'd rather have uh treacher than group hour against the Bruins uh from my earlier bet. But uh yeah, I like the Islanders in this spot. I don't know how they're going to fare against the Sens there. It should be a, a tight checking game. This should be the same thing. So maybe the under five and a half would be a, a good bet in this one.
1: Do you like the under there too? That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got the LA Kings against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, bud?
0: Uh, Kings are playing well recently. Coming off, they lost to Philly on Saturday. They went into Pittsburgh. Outshot them 38-26-1 and won on Sunday. Detroit's been up and down recently. Had a... Kept the Ducks to to 15 shots tonight in that 2-1 overtime win. I like the Kings here, though. King, Kings playing solid hockey. It doesn't matter really if it's Quick or Peterson. I feel like they're all... They're both playing decently. So, give me the Kings on the road.
2: Yeah. Last game, road trip. It's kind of tough. We saw what happened to the Ducks today against Detroit. Uh, they lost against an inferior team, so it might be the same thing here. I, I might take the wings as a dog. I've barely bet the wings this, at all this year. More more to my detriment than to my benefit, but uh, I think I'll take the wings here. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go against my heart and go with my mind here. I think the wings win this game as a dog.
1: You know what? I, I'm right with you there, man. I kind of like Detroit. If you look at their home record, they're 14-8-3. That's pretty fucking good numbers, man, for a home team. Um, and like you said, L.A. kind of on the last game of a long road trip here. Give me a, give me the wings. Let's go. Uh, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. slot, we got the Minnesota Wild against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago, Minnesota all the way. Give me them in regulation. Give me them in the puck line. Uh, yeah, that's my play.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love the Wild in this spot. They won the back-to-back uh, last weekend against Chicago. They won 5-1 and 4-3. Spoke about their uh, stats with the goalie pull. They're pretty good at that if they are if they are down late. One won five straight, won uh, eight, eight of nine, only lost coming in a shootout to Colorado. Chicago's lost two in a row and six of seven. So Wild, big favorites here. I'll still take them.
2: Yeah, Blackhawks were shit today against the Canucks, so it's hard to back them. Wild are just a much better team, but uh, you know, uh, sneaky things happen on these these uh, the day before the All Star break, right? Like there's some uh, some big dogs have been winning. I don't have actual stats to back that up, but that's just some, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a feeling I got. Uh, um, I probably won't be betting this game to be honest, but. Yeah, if anything, I'll just wait and see how high the line gets before maybe putting a little taste on the Blackhawks. We got it's goals
0: a- goals on Sundays and, and dogs before the break. I love it.
1: I love it, buddy. It's a big dog game. Yeah, That's plus
2: 14.81 <laughs> units. Fuck <laughs> my <vag> milk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of milk, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. slot, we got the Calgary Flames against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Joel, bring us home here, bud. Last game of the show. Ah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I might take the Blackhawks. I'm not taking the Coyotes, uh, <laughs> even though the Flames might be a little beat up uh, against the Stars the, the previous night there. But the Coyotes are coming off a game against the Avalanche, so it's it's a uh, it's a wash. So you just take the better team here and uh, play them on the puck line. I don't think the Coyotes are the big dogger winning this game. Uh, Stranger things have happened, but yeah, I'd be more confident with the Flames.
0: Yeah, I go to the Flames here. They'll probably be be huge favorites in, in Arizona.
2: And they're probably still worth taking. Possibly in
0: regulation. Arizona's last five losses, five in a row, have all been in regulation. As were, as was their loss before that. So Flames regulation here, my pick.
1: Yeah, last time these guys played, oh, never mind, that was in 2020, so fuck it. <laughs> um yeah, I guess Flames. You know what? No, fuck it. Give me the dogs. Give me the desert dogs at home here. I don't give a shit. Looks like Vash Milk is confirmed, so that's pretty fucking sweet. I don't know. Give me the Yotes. I don't like the Flames. I think they're boring. They're
2: good, but they're boring. Give me the fucking Desert Dogs, baby. The regulation is over minus 200 anyway, so you need the puck line to bet the Flames, really. Unless you're... I'll take it then.
0: Give me the fucking puck line.
2: Alright, <laughs> alright. We got a battle. <laughs>
1: Alright gentlemen that wraps up our uh, Tuesday and Wednesday slate we'll jump into mortal Locks, Dogs and Totals here Jolie take over the standings bud what do we got
2: uh, Bring it up The rear Ryan minus 19.92 Units so he's <laughs> pushing Minus 20 uh, Talon squarely in the middle minus 9.47 and I'm still the leader at plus 14.81 so uh, Yeah I'm tired of being The, the locomotive here boys
1: <laughs> I'm coming for you, baby. Look, the just like bash Milk, I'm a coming. Look out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for locks, dogs. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Our totals. Ryan, kick us off, bud. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to drop down to 19.92 19. to get down to my uh, birth year in 1992. I'm going to re- start rebounding here. My uh, lock is the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line, minus one, 115 against the Sharks. They beat them uh, 7-1 last last Saturday in San Jose. They had three big wins after losses recently. They're at home. They're going to get it done for me. Uh, My dog, I got the Capitals plus 135 in Pittsburgh. I feel like this should be a much closer game. I feel like there's a lot of value there on Washington, plus 135. I think they're playing better recently. So give me them with my dog. In my total, I have the Senators Islanders under 6 at minus 125. I'm shocked this isn't at 5.5. It might be by the time you're listening to this, but... Two low-scoring teams, six of six straight unders for the Sens, eight of 11 under for the Islanders, both from many more under games over this season. So under six at minus 125.
2: For myself, my lock is the the Jets at minus 145 against the Flyers. I'm just fading a bad team. Um, the Jets have been kind to me when I picked up as a lock, so hopefully that trend continues. Uh, my dog... Uh, once again, including the Bruins in my locks and dogs. So uh taking the crack in a plus two twenty against them. Hopefully, uh hopefully my trend of picking in uh, Bruins or against them carries on. And my total we're going to the under six, minus one twenty in the Canucks Preds game. That's the easiest bet on the board that I can see, other than the Jets, minus one forty-five. And uh, both goalies are pretty good. Both defense is pretty good. And the Canucks can't score. So that's an easy bet for me.
1: Yeah, I love that Vancouver bet. That's sick. Um, yeah, for my luck, I got Florida Panthers' money line versus New York Rangers. Uh, Florida is on the back to back. New York's a good team. It's paying off minus 145. I think Florida's maybe favorited here a bit more than they should be. But I still like the Panthers to go in there and get it done. Uh, for my dog, we talked about it. It's heater season, baby cold in Ottawa, so you need the heaters. Even though the game's in New York, they're going to be bringing the heaters with them. Give me the sends, because they're going to go on a heater money line versus New York Islanders, paying off a big plus 240. Ryan, we got to start gambling here to go for the big money tickets to make up some uh, to do some damage here to get ourselves back in action uh and for my total i got uh the over 5.5 in the calgary flames dallas stars game uh paying off minus 115 talked about it a bit earlier um both these teams have been prone to score and give up lots of goals as of late so i uh i like the over at
0: 5.5
1: uh boys do we have any consensus picks here or what i think joel's vancouver nashville under six Uh, i think we all like that no
0: yeah, I, I lo- love that under. I feel like we're all also on the Panthers, even though it's kind of tough to bet against the Sturkin.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the flame stars over five and a half there. If you if you do, Ryan, I I, <laughs> I
0: I I would lean to the over than rather than the under there. Yeah, that would that would do it. Uh, Tampa Bay puck line. I feel like we're kind of all on, but that's yeah. kind of easy to take a big favorite on the puck line there.
1: Yeah, that yeah. pretty much covers it, boys. We had, a, we had a lot here that we agreed with. All right, gentlemen. Uh, I, like we always say at these things, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be. Tons of cool information for other sports. You know, it's not just hockey, yo. They got golf. They got football with the Super Bowl coming up. Look out for some cool content coming out there, I imagine. Uh, what else is the thing? Basketball, college hoops, uh, MMA, fucking curling. Listen to The Curling Podcast. It's absolutely incredible. And last but not least, join the goddamn Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Join the hockey channel. It's an absolute fucking blast. Shout out to all of our pals and friends in the Slack group. The place is bumping. I wasn't in there tonight, but if people were chirping the Leafs, I might have to go in there tomorrow and tell people where they can fucking shove it. Because Leafs are winning the fucking cup. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel.
0: Yeah, and I've been teasing it the past few shows. We're going to read some uh, ratings and reviews here. We got one from October from our uh, our good good friend Munaf in the, uh, the Slack group there. Congrats to him on his being becoming a girl dad soon. That's exciting. It's, uh cover the ice, but the picks are fire. The boys do a phenomenal job of breaking down the games and giving the stats and breakdowns. There aren't many hockey pods out there, but who cares when you have Ryan, Talon, and Joel? Great work, boys. Five stars. If you want your rating, and and review read on uh, the podcast here. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey on Apple or sg.pn slash hockey s on Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure you subscribe as well and you can uh, hear it on the next show, perhaps.
1: That fired me up. I love that review segment, yo. Leave a review so we can read it. It gets me excited, yo. It gets me going. (laughs) Uh, um, I am Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbert.sop. I'm
2: Joel Meyer, and you will not find me watching the All Star game. That's dust for little kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck the All Star game. Let's get drunk instead. Peace. <laughs>